Tennessee Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill will be looking for revenge in multiple ways on Sunday, and it's a perfect opportunity for him to get it. I'm going to tell you why on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans, today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. We got a lot to discuss on this What's Next Wednesday Will Ryan Tannehill be able to get revenge against the Chargers on Sunday? I'll tell you why there's a good chance he can rebound. Also, will the Titans be able to stop Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack? Based on what we saw from last week, I think that they can. And will the Titans defense be able to stop the Chargers offensive attack? I think there is one simple solution, and they should be able to have some success. Before we get into all of that, I want to thank you guys For making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Also, throw a thumbs up on the video. Show's always free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button and do want to let you guys know. Tomorrow, Crossover Thursday. Going to be out a little bit later than normal because the crossover is with a West Coast team and the Los Angeles Chargers. So the show will be out around 8 p.m. more than regularly, the 6 p.m. Eastern time. And then Friday is Game Plan Friday where I go over exactly what the Titans need to do schematically to win the game. And this is all about Tannehill moving forward. We want to talk about what's next Wednesday. This is all about can Tannehill rebound? Can Tannehill get his revenge here? Because it's not just getting revenge on the perception of his performance or the reality of his performance. You know, Tannehill in his mind is probably thinking, I'll show everybody next week. Everybody's talking bad about my play. I'm going to show him against the Chargers. So he's looking to get some revenge in that sense. But also, Ryan Tannehill's ankle injury that put him out the end of the season, who'd that happen against last year? Ding, ding, the Chargers. So Tannehill's probably thinking in his mind, oh, everybody's counting me out after last week. I'm going to show them. Oh, the Chargers were the one that put me out last year. Oh, I'm going to show them. This is a revenge opportunity for Ryan Tannehill. And again, this is a good opportunity for him to actually accomplish it and get that revenge and bounce back in a major way. The Chargers allowed 466 passing yards to the Dolphins last weekend. 466, 10.4 yards per attempt. You know how many sacks the Chargers got? I'll tell you in Spanish, cero. None with those two pass rushers, which we'll talk about later in the show. But the Chargers defense has yet to show, whether it be last year, 
But under Brandon Staley, they have not been a very good defense. They just haven't been. And with what they allowed last week, I mean, look at some of the individual defenders. Yes, the Miami Dolphins have much better receivers and a much better offensive design than the Titans. Those are givens. I'm not going to tell you that it's anywhere close. But some of the past defenders on the Chargers just haven't been very good and aren't very good. Like Kenneth Walker, the linebacker. Kenneth Murray, Kenneth Walker, (laughs) the running back from Seattle. Kenneth Murray, I even wrote it down, Kenneth Walker, in my notes, just so you guys know, so I caught that on the fly. But Kenneth Murray, the linebacker for the Chargers, former first-round pick, has been an utter disappointment. I mean, there are Chargers fans who would be happier if he was just off the team. you got to take advantage of him in the middle of the field. Also, J.C. Jackson was supposed to be a highly paid corner. He has not been good. He has been hurt or he's been bad. And he was bad last week. He got an interception, but he was not good. And he gave the Dolphins a free three points before halftime on a stupid defensive pass interference. And they ended up winning by two. So it sounds like that three points was really important, J.C. Jackson. Um, Michael Davis at cornerback. Uh, Alohi Gilman at safety. Eric Kendricks at linebacker. These are guys who are not good in pass coverage. And... If Tannehill can't rebound and get his revenge and have a bounce-back game against the Chargers' pass defense, then we're going to have some tough, tough conversations next week uh, moving forward. One thing I do want to mention, I talked a lot about Ryan Tannehill and what I saw on tape yesterday. My full film breakdown, I have a 10-minute video, full recap, on Sports Illustrated, alltitans.com. You can find the link to it on my Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans as well. I'm going to put a link down in the description of this video to my full 10-minute Ryan Tannehill film breakdown. So make sure that you guys go check that out. You heard what I was talking about yesterday. Now see what I was talking about today. So the link is down below in the description for that. But the biggest issues that Ryan Tannehill had, in my opinion, last week were missed reads. Not reading the defense properly. Not throwing the ball to the right person. And those are things that can be corrected with reps as he gets more comfortable. He gets more acclimated. So we need to see some of that improvement with the decision-making and reading the defense. We need to see that this week. And again, based on everything that we've talked about here to start the show, this is a pass defense where you can do exactly that. You can have that revenge. You can have that rebound game. You can get that chemistry. You can get on the same page with your receivers. That is the opportunity that is ahead of Ryan Tannehill here taking on the Chargers this weekend. So that's what I'm looking for. What's next? Can Ryan Tannehill get his revenge? But what's next on today's show? We're going to talk about the Titans stopping Nick Bo Joey Bosa. So many names that are exactly the same. They're brothers. Give me a break. Stopping Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. And I have some really, really positive offensive line analytics to go over with you guys. I'm excited to dive into it. Before we get into it, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. 
If you're looking for a sweet matchup to exploit for a big game at wide receiver in week two, turn to Chargers Mike. Oh, wait a minute. No way. I am not telling you guys to go with Mike Williams. We're going with another option here. Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins got eight targets and put up zero fantasy points in week one against the Browns' tough secondary. But he gets a big shot to rebound against a much weaker Ravens secondary at home. The Texans had success throwing outside of their wide receivers, and Higgins has a history of massive volume versus Baltimore when he's healthy. Stick with Higgins in what should be a high-scoring affair as he makes quick amends opposite Jamar Chase. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit because it's the same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. They have brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs. eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Make sure that you keep your ride or die alive at eBay. Dot com slash motors, eBay, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We talked about Ryan Tannehill getting some revenge, getting back, rebounding, and uh, this is a good opportunity for him to do it against the Chargers in their pass defense. But the opposite side of the pass defense from the coverage is the pass rush for the Chargers. And obviously that includes two former All-Pros and Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. What can the Titans do there? Well, I am here to give you a little bit of optimism about this Titans offensive line and what they looked like in week one. Before I get into it, want to let you guys know, at the end of today's show, I'm going to be talking about stopping the Chargers offense and some positive things that I'm thinking about there. Also, again, tomorrow, crossover Thursday, Friday, game plan Friday. Don't miss any of it. Thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. But coming out of the game, On Sunday, instant reaction, raw reaction. The offensive line wasn't good. Ryan Tannehill felt like he was under pressure, all of that. Well, I talked about it yesterday when we talked about Tannehill on tape that the offensive line was actually a lot better than the initial reaction would indicate. They were a lot better on tape than I thought they were when I was watching it in real time. The analytics prove that as well. So, some quick stuff here for you. According to ESPN's analytics team, the Titans were the fifth best pass-blocking offensive line in the NFL in week one. They had the fifth best pass-rush win rate of any offensive line. Per Pro Football Focus's grades, the Titans' offensive line had the 11th best pass-blocking grade in the entire NFL in week one. So you're telling me that at maximum, the Titans were a top five pass-blocking offensive line, and at minimum, they were the 12th best pass-blocking offensive line? 
based on the range. And you add in the fact that the Titans were having success in the run game, but just wanted to pass the ball more. Titans offensive line is not terrible. Titans offensive line might even be good. Hmm. Hmm. It's very interesting. And I thought a lot of the problems yesterday, as I talked about, came down to Ryan Tannehill not being comfortable in the pocket and having happy feet and seeing ghosts. There was space in the pocket. It wasn't perfect, and it got a lot better as the game went on. It was kind of ugly early, admittedly. But everybody kind of settled as the game went on. And I thought Tannehill's pocket presence was more of an issue than the pass protection. So, the data, the film, hmm, this Titans offensive line, very surprising. So, I want to see that against the Chargers defensive line with, again, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. How will the Titans do there? If they do it again and they stop that group, that's interesting. But it is worth noting, last week, Bosa and Mack had zero sacks and only 10 pressures total. So, maybe they're not quite what they used to be, but we're going to find that out. We're going to find that out. That's going to be one of those matchups that we have to watch. On an individual level, so that's the Titans as a group, but on an individual level, some statistics that were eye-popping. Chris Hubbard tied for first in the NFL out of all offensive tackles and pass block win rate. Wow. So the Titans offensive line was fifth overall in pass block win rate. And Chris Hubbard was tied for first out of all offensive tackles. His win rate, 100%. 23 opportunities, 23 wins. Chris Hubbard at right tackle. Now I got to say this. He got double team help 31% of those opportunities. So literally a third of the snaps, he's getting help. But a lot of the time he had to go against Cam Jordan or he had to go against uh, Peyton Turner for a little bit till he got hurt. I mean... He had some difficult matchups, and he deserved that help. And I would want to help any offensive tackle dealing with Cam Jordan. So, this is pretty impressive. I was pretty shocked. And Hubbard was mauling some people in the run game. Pretty good debut for the temporary right tackle. And again, we talked about this. Nicholas Petit-Ferrer is not so good that he's above being replaced in the starting lineup if Hubbard continues to play well. So, that's interesting. That is interesting. Now, the last thing I want to mention here in this offensive line conversation is back to Peter Skaronsky. I stand for Peter Skaronsky all the way back to last December during the season. So forgive me if I am so excited and wanted to continue to shower praises over the rookie offensive lineman. Peter Skaronsky, like I said yesterday, had the best offensive grade of any Tennessee Titans player. Not only that, but Peter Skaronsky had the sixth best overall grade among all guards in the NFL this weekend. He was the sixth best overall guard in the NFL this weekend, according to Pro Football Focus, the rookie. He had the eighth best overall grade of any offensive lineman in the NFL. Any. Tackles, centers, guards, don't matter. Any. He was a top 10 offensive lineman. Peter Skaronsky, yes. Not only that, not only that, 
but he had the seventh best run blocking grade of any guard, the 12th best run blocking grade of any offensive lineman. And he was 19th in pass blocking grade amongst all guards. Top 20 guard by any measure, top 10 offensive lineman in the NFL by overall grade. Blue player, blue chip player, worth the loss to the Jaguars. Peter Skaronsky. So, you want to ask what's next? Can the Titans stop the pass rush of the Chargers? Based on what we're seeing here, I think that they can. But moving right along, we got to talk about this Chargers offense because they put up 34 points and they did a lot of damage, especially in the ground game. But that plays into the Titans' advantage. And if they can stop the run and get into pass rush situations, uh, some of these numbers from week one get me real excited about what the Titans' defensive line could possibly do to the Chargers. So we're going to get into all of that. But before I do, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. All right, guys. Everyone should be empowered to take care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you know you aren't just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Promo code locked on. Also, want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Guys, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Look, you don't have to go against a bunch of pros and a bunch of sharks and a bunch of bots when you play on prize picks. It's just you against the prize picks projection. So here's what happens. Take a player, Derrick Henry. Prize pick says 85 and a half rushing yards. All you got to do is pick whether he's going to have more or less. You do that with two to six players and you have a chance to watch the winnings roll in. Go to prizepicks.com slash Locked on NFL. Use the code Locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash Locked on NFL. Use that code Locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, it's daily fantasy made easy. Titans fans, let's cap off today's edition 
of the Locked on Titans podcast. It's What's Next Wednesday as we look forward to the Los Angeles Chargers. Talked about Ryan Tannehill being able to get revenge and bounce back against this Chargers pass defense. Talked about the Titans offensive line and stopping the pass rush of the Chargers, but a lot of good data coming out of week one. And now I want to transition to the other side of the ball. Look at the Titans defense against that Chargers explosive offense. Before we get into it, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day. Tomorrow, crossover Thursday. Can't wait to go behind enemy lines on the Chargers. Friday is game plan Friday where I tell you how the Titans can win this game. And then Sunday, I'll be live on the YouTube channel with an instant reaction and a full breakdown to... Talk about everything that happened in week two for the Titans. So a ton of content coming your way. Um, With this Titans defensive line, with the pass rush, I think that they're going to be able to get off in this game. I think one of the big reasons that the Chargers were able to have such success last week was the run game. The Chargers had 234 yards on the ground. Austin Eckler had like 117 or something. Um, Even the backup running back had 91, 98, trying to remember off uh, off the top of my head. But the whole point here is the Titans are the best run defense in the NFL. Maybe statistically, I haven't gone to see who actually won that statistic in week one, but we know from last year and then into this year and the performance we saw in week one, the Titans are an incredible run defense. The Chargers are not running for anywhere close to 200 yards on the Titans. I think they'd be lucky to run for 100 yards on the Titans. It's been seven straight games, eight straight games now that the Titans haven't given up more than 100 rushing yards. So if you get the Chargers in third and long situations, you allow your pass rush to tee off, that's the only way the Titans are going to win this game. And if they're able to do that, I think they will be able to have great success and cause turnovers and do what they need to do because look at some of these data points from last week, from from the Saints game. The Titans, as a group, the eighth best pass rush win rate in the NFL. The Or the fifth best pass rush win rate in the NFL. The eighth best pass rush grade per pro football focus. So two different data points. The Titans are top 10, top five pass rush, which we expected. You go to the individual level, Arden Key, folks. Arden Key. He had a sack and a half. Should have been two and a half sacks and a forced fumble. That resulted in a touchdown, if we're honest. But Arden Key had 11 pressures. The most in the NFL in week one. Four more. Four more pressures than the second closest person. I mean, Arden Key was absolutely dynamic. Against good offensive tackle play of the New Orleans Saints. I mean, the Saints don't have a terrible offensive line. Trevor Penning, maybe not so much, but you know what I'm saying. Ryan Ramchek is really good. But of course, Harold Landry went against Ramchek for most of the day, so it is what it is. But Arden Key was electric. He was awesome. And not only that, Danico Autry. Danico Autry was freaking phenomenal. The highest-graded Tennessee Titans player on defense. He had a 27% win pass rush win rate on the edge had a 20% pass rush win pass rush win rate. It's a tongue twister. 20% pass rush win rate from the interior. 
He is the only person in the NFL in week one to be in the top 20 in pass rush win rate, both on the edge and on the interior. His versatility and dominance just continues to go under the radar, but it never ceases to amaze me. So you have Danico Autry and Arden Key being these kind of studs. And I didn't even mention Jeffrey Simmons. And Harold Landry is going to continue to get better as he gets back to his old self. Yep. Yep. Titans need to stop that run game and then force the Chargers into third and longs and let that pass rush get after it. And they're going to have to because the Titans secondary is banged up now. And the play may not be great even if they're healthy. Let's be honest with ourselves. We may have all overrated Sean Murphy Bonting and uh, and Christian Fulton. But with that being said, that is the end of today's show. Again, another reminder, tomorrow's crossover Thursday, Friday, Game Plan Friday. Check out the Ryan Tannehill film breakdown that I have down in the description below. Tomorrow's show will be out a little later than normal because it is crossover Thursday. But that is going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.